Welcome to the Tarot's podcast. We hope this helps you to figure it out. We believe when people discover truth and love, they come alive. We're so glad to have you with us. My name is Kate, and on this week's episode, Sharon's joined by Jenny Chucko via Zoom. She's the co-founder of Empart, an incredible organization transforming the lives of individuals and communities all around the world. They discuss the section of the Lord's Prayer, your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. The passion and conviction Jenny has around this topic is inspirational. And you can tell she's committed her life to these verses. They discuss family life, committing to lordship and submitting to God's will. Here's today's podcast. Hey, Jenny, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, Chaz. Yeah, Jenny's, to have some um, time together. Yeah, totally. Uh, Jenny's uh, my friend. She's in Victoria and she um, is one of the founding partners of Empart, which is just such a cool organisation. If you haven't uh, discovered Empart yet, check it out. It's just incredible yeah. work that they do. Just tell us a little bit about some of the stuff that you're engaged with, Jenny. Oh, Shaz, where do I start? <laughs> um, so we're all about transforming communities, um, which we see as transformation from the inside out of individuals as well as communities. So, you know, we can't transform what's happening out here if we don't transform what's happening inside here. Um, my personal background is um, I was a midwife before we started Empart. And so for me, and as a mum, it's the women's projects that just capture my heart. Uh, so one that we're currently involved in is getting a sanitary pad factory up and going, looking at how we can use that model on a much bigger scale, um, which is very exciting. Um, yeah, but lots of lots of fabulous things. Yeah, yeah. so if you want to donate to that, that to that project, you can go to Unconquered. Just Google Unconquered. I think it's unconquered.love, isn't it? It is unconquered.love. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. just go there, and you'll see a whole heap of information there about that amazing project. Um, yes, definitely. I think it's just incredible. So yeah. And Shaz's cool. heart is in that one too. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, um, so we're doing this part of the Lord's Prayer about um, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Mm. And you made the mistake of praying this prayer many years ago. <laughs> so, yes. so what does it mean for you? Like how has it impacted you as you've interacted with this piece of scripture? Because all scripture is meant to be interacted with. It's not just something we read. Yeah, it's yeah. For us to discover and for for it to change us on the inside. So how's it impacted you? Um, so I love the fact that it's like we, it's so well known as the Lord's Prayer. And like, you know, if you think about how many times this thing has been prayed, you know, I shut our fathers out and have it, hallowed be the name, my kingdom come, my where we're done, without much thought, unfortunately. But actually it's not even the Lord's Prayer, it's our prayer. Yeah. So it's so specifically, the Lord said, you know, so pray this. When you're praying, pray like this. Um, and this particular section I said to Shaz earlier is probably my favourite couple lines in the whole thing because for me I think this is the perspective part of living life well. Um, so one of my life verses, in fact my probably my single life verse comes a bit later in the same chapter um, but in verse 33, seek first the kingdom of God and all these other things will be added to you. And so the whole concept of the kingdom of God has always been really central for me. Um, and when, when you think kingdom, obviously you think a king, 
you know, it means someone's in charge. Yeah. And, and in this case, we're talking kingdom of God. So it's doing, doing life God's way. Um, and I, I, yeah, I just love that, that thought that there's something more than what we currently have yeah. as well, like, um, which is linked into the your kingdom come. So it's like to say, okay, God, I want your kingdom to come is almost like saying, okay, I'm not really happy with the way things are at. This is the status quo, but I want something more. You want and to that more, yeah, and that more can be your way of doing things, God. Yeah, um, which is really neat. But but when I think kingdom, there's a whole lot of things I think there with that. First of all, is the king, um, and that's all linked into lordship um, in scripture. You know, it's about obeying the king, acknowledging the king, being loyal to the king. Um, and it's really interesting that for Jesus, this whole concept of kingdom was so central. Like when he first started ministry, the words that he used was, I've come to preach the good news of the kingdom. Yeah. You know, so for, for Jesus, even before this Sermon on the Mount where he said, look, pray this way, you guys, he'd already said, I've come to preach about this kingdom. Um, and actually, before I say anything more about that, can we just link into the bottom the very last line there on earth as it is in heaven mm, mm. and i almost feel like that's where we should start is the as it is in heaven because there's three things there's in in the lord's prayer there so the first part and you've probably already said looked at all this stuff but the first part is about is the god stuff and then the second part starts looking at us and if we don't start our lives centered on god the me stuff is going to be stuffed up anyway so so there's these there's three little things there's the hallowed be your name your kingdom come your will be done and those three things are all linked around on earth as it is in heaven so there's already a kingdom of god in operation in the heavenly realm and and what our prayer is god can we just have some of that some of that wholeness that beauty can we have some of that here on earth um, and so that, for me, is what they, this prayer is about. I did write myself some notes, so we'll have a look at that too. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, so back to the king. A king can be pretty scary, I reckon. Like if I had to go and see the king, I'd be really thinking about what do I do, how do I dress, what, what's the right way to speak to him, um, you know, why has he called me? All of those things. But in the verses beforehand, he said, pray like this, our father. Mm. And it's like, uh, I mean, if we said nothing else, but just think about that. The king of the universe, the mm. king of the kingdom of God yeah. wants to be our father. I mean, that's just phenomenal. It is. It is and phenomenal. so it's this, it's this incredible dichotomy of, relationship but honor you know and relationship that's full because of the honor that's due the king yeah um yeah it's very accessible doesn't it it makes the whole concept of um heaven or or god's kingdom all those um great things about what it represents that it is invasive and it can invade us and we can access it 
Yes, absolutely. He's a father and he wants to share that with us. So it's Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and yet it's a kingdom. Yeah. You know, so it's not just here's my little home of a father. It's, it's the king. Yeah. I want to be your father. Yeah. And I think it, uh, something else that for me the whole kingdom of God really speaks to is um, the values. Yeah. So, so like obviously um, I, I love historical books and when I was in India a couple of years ago, I was reading um, a book about the Mughals and, um, you know, how one kingdom would come in and invade the next kingdom and it was just amazing the changes, the way the novel um, explained the changes that took place with, as the kingdoms changed over. And, and so I think, you know, when we talk about the kingdom of God, we've got to consider what does that mean culturally and to our values and all that sort of thing as well. And, you know, we know from scripture, Jesus just turned stuff on its head. Mm. You know, um, don't forgive someone once if they've wronged you. Forgive them 70 times seven. You know, yeah. don't stop forgiving. Um, if they hit you on one cheek, turn and let them hit you on the other. If you want to be first, you need to be the servant. So just he turned all of these things on their head um, culturally. And, and so the kingdom of God's not a, a culture that we're accustomed to seeing around us here on earth. Mm. Um, and and I, I just find that a huge challenge, just, mm. you know, in my home, in Empart, what does the kingdom of God mean? Mm. You know, uh, how, I, sorry, how's it impacted on your parenting? Because you're pretty, you're pretty um, committed to the whole concept of parenting and motherhood. So on a practical level, how has it shaped you in that sphere? Like, Yeah, great question. So I, for me, the order of the, this prayer is the big thing about the putting God first mm -hmm. and then these other things are going to fall into place. And so for me, with parenting, um, God is first. So like I have a little statement, you know, call it a vision statement, whatever you want to. Um, what am I trying to achieve as, as a mum? I'm training godly adults. You know, so for me, it's, it's God is foremost and centermost. Yeah. So there's practical stuff that might fall by the way, but I'd rather choose to let those fall by the way and not give up on the God-centeredness yeah. for the kids' lives. So what um, sort of things have you done there in that to um, help your kids to be godly, like to bring that, that God focus into the kids. Yeah, yeah. So really practically, um, you know, it's things like praying with them every day. Um, it's having meals together, praying at meals at meal times and acknowledging that God is the provider. Um, I love listening, you know, even our 13 year old will pray, God, thank you for the sunshine. Thank you that we had time together today. Thank you. And there's just, just he'll list one after another. And there's just this lovely acknowledgement that these things are from God's hand. Yeah. Um, you know, so, so very much keeping that front and foremost in their minds, All, always coming back to, um, you know, what, what do you think God might be trying to do in this? Um, one of our kids um, has, had, has had a long, long journey with dyslexia. And I remember that child at about eight saying to me, Mum, why doesn't God heal me? You know, he's, he said, I pray all the time, but why hasn't God healed me from this? And, you know, as a parent of an eight-year-old who's 
hit that age where they know they're different to the other kids in the class now. Up until then, it's not so bad, but he knew that he was different and things weren't going the way he would like them to go. I, he said that to me one night and I just said, I was like, oh Lord, you know, just God, how do I answer this? And, and before I could even think about it, I said to him, you know, I don't know why God doesn't heal, but the, what I do know is that if God doesn't heal, he's got a purpose in it for you. And so I think it's acknowledging that kingship. Mm. You know, like if, if God is king, he can change things. Yeah. He can heal. He can, he can change orders. He can do whatever. But if he doesn't, there's going to be a purpose in it. Mm. Um, and that child is phenomenal, young adult, who he readily calls it his dyslexic advantage now. <laughs> because we started on a journey together from that point of going, okay, so what could God's purpose in this be? Yeah. Um, and we did a lot of research and a lot of learning together. And he still calls it his dyslexic advantage. Wow. That's yeah, I can't even say it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I think for, in terms of what does the kingdom of God look like for my parenting, it's constantly bringing the kids back to God being foremost and first. Yeah. Um, and central in everything we do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's an interesting question. Um, for me, yeah, that like I said, that that Matthew six thirty three, kingdom seek first the kingdom of God. That's just been so core, and so I think I've naturally um, passed that on to the kids. Yeah, you know, all the time, it's like, well, hang on, you know, does it matter if this isn't perfect? Yeah, let's see what God's going to do about it. Yeah. Let, let's consider how God wants to use us in this situation instead. Yeah. Yeah. I guess yeah. it's mine as well. Sorry? That passage, Seek First the Kingdom of God, was mine, especially when I became a mother. Ah, oh, there you go. Okay, I'm going to seek um, God first. Yeah. But it was kind of like this exchange, but in exchange you're going to have to look after. You're going to do the rest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. that's the irony of it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. forgive us and give us our daily bread. All that stuff's going to fall into place. Yeah, yeah. If we do seek the kingdom of God first. Yeah, so it becomes an adventure of seeing what God's up to. And sometimes yeah, it's yeah, frustrating because yeah. you can't see what he's up to. Yeah, for sure. Sometimes it takes a, you know, the road takes a different turn than what you expected. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I think I think even just acknowledging the kingship and that he's a good father, he's a good yeah. king, lets you trust those terms. Yeah, it's like okay, let's see, let's not fight this, let's see what God might have in store for us through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for me, the challenging part of this verse is the second bit. Um, so kingdom of God, like I don't see any loss in that. You yeah. know, if I embrace the kingdom of God wholeheartedly. Hey, you can look after all these other things. Yeah. All these things are going to be added to me. I'm not going to have to worry about them. So there's nothing to lose. But then he goes on and says, um, your kingdom, your will be done. Yeah. And that one stinks. <laughs> because if it's someone else's will, it's not my will. <laughs> and it's like, ooh. Um, Jossie said, Jossie said it sometime we we're talking about something similar to this and Jossie made the comment 
which is my husband for anyone who might not know, um, he made the comment that, that this is a bit like writing a blank check for God. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's like, I've got no idea what this is going to cost me. Yeah. But when I'm willing to say your will be done, I'm going to pay whatever it costs. Yeah. To do this. And I went, oh, that's why it's uncomfortable, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but, uh, so, so there's a little bit of this that relates back to mothering for me as well. So Jesus says, your will be done. So he's, he's teaching us. He's saying to us, you need to pray like this. Your will be done, Father in heaven. So, so your will, God, King, as it is in heaven, let's, let's bring it down and, and your will happen here. And yet, while that is so uncomfortable and everything in me goes, eh, mostly, you know, can't I just be in your kingdom but with my will? Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I can see how all this falls together, but why do, do I don't have to submit myself? And, and to say your will means I'm dying to myself. Yeah. So it's that willingness to genuinely, well, like we said, you know, the road takes a different turn and be willing to go, okay, I don't, I don't get this. I don't like this turn, but I'm going to submit to your will on it anyway, Lord. Um, but what I love about this is that Jesus then embodies this and illustrates this so phenomenally for us. Like when you think about just before he goes to the cross and he's in the Garden of Gethsemane and the Bible, you know, has him, describes him as weeping like drops of blood, tears like blood, blood like tears, tears like blood, tears like blood. <clears throat> and his prayer at that point is, God, take this away from me if you can. Like, I don't want to do this. And he, he knew what was coming. I, I don't want it. And then he says those amazing, amazing, amazing words that change everything, my life, history, everything, but not my will, Lord. Mm. Yours be done. And I just think, you know, I wasn't planning on getting emotional there, <laughs> but I just think that changes absolutely everything. And so Jesus, we could look at the Lord's Prayer there and go, oh, no thanks. But Jesus not only says to us, do it this way, he then lives it out for us practically and shows us what that means and demonstrates in his own life, like, for me, the fact that scripture then records so specifically that his words, not my will, but yours, you know, that's, that's phenomenal. That is absolutely amazing. And for me, that's life change. That's totally life changing. The little parenting bit that I love linked to this is here's Jesus as a 33 year old man. He's been mothered all this time by this woman called Mary and yet the very first thing that we learn about Mary is when the angel appears to her to say, you're going to have a child and his name will be called Jesus. She says to the angel who tells her this, she says, let it be to me as you have said. Wow. And she could have said, not my will, but yours be done. Isn't that phenomenal? Uh, yeah. So that's what that Jesus was parented with that mindset from his mum, not my will, but yours, Lord. So that, that, that con idea of putting the kingdom of God foremost center 
of dying to self and living for God's purposes is the way Jesus was parented, I, I believe, from that very first encounter that we have with her. Um, well, so I've thought of that. that. Yeah, for me, that's been a huge challenge as a mum too, just to, yeah, parenting God's way, yeah. keeping him central in everything there. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, for me, it's an amazing, uh, I think it's the, the most challenging verse out of this whole passage out of this whole prayer and I and yet I think it's um, also the core it's the core for me I you know honestly for me daily bread and stuff like that is not I've, I'm probably a bit like Paul I've learned to be content if I've got I've got if I don't I don't yeah. um, but I, I just really 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 want to live for the kingdom of God and make a difference for eternity yeah. Um, another thing that any of you that know Jossie know that he always finishes with, um, in eternity, you'll be so glad you did. <laughs> um, and, and again, you know, that's, it's just, it's a reiteration of what the way we want to live our lives, yeah. that we want to make a difference for eternity. And, you know, stuff like our bread and our house and our clothing, none of that changes eternity. Yeah. Um, you know, so, so we want to choose the kingdom of God as the way that our lives are centred around yeah. no, and die to self and not my will. Yeah, yeah, no, that's so good. Yeah. Well, you've given us a lot to think about. Um, you've got a, um, a thing called uh, Mothers Are Leaders, is that right? I do, yeah. Have you got a Facebook page? I do. I've got a Facebook page called just called Mothers Are Leaders. Yeah. Uh, it's a bit embryonic, That's so right. it's it's still more in my head than it is on on um, social media still. But yeah, watch this space because I, I you know I just think there's so much in there that as mums we need to be embracing. Um, I just think that you gave um, a couple of really um, great thoughts in there. Uh, for parenting and and for for us to sort of think about, so I just think it would be um, a great place for people to sort of drop into every now and then and just check out some of your latest thoughts. Yeah, thank you. Put. Yeah, and we're not asking you to post every day because <laughs> <laughs> we can't implement parenting that fast. <laughs> Parenting's something that just takes time, doesn't it? So, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's a space in which you can um, drop in and see what Jenny's up to and connect with her there and connect with her wisdom. So it'd be great. Thank you so much for yeah, sharing. I just so oh, love you, Shaz. You love what you guys do. Thank you. Thank yeah. You. It's a journey, isn't it? It is a journey. It is a journey we're all on. Yeah. Do you want to just pray for us before we oh, leave? I'd love to. I'd love to. Father, we just want to say thank you for the opportunity to, for Shaz and I just to connect now. And Lord, we pray for anyone who does drop in to watch this and who is working through what it means to learn to pray like this. Lord, our desire really is that you would come. We're not happy with the way things are naturally in our world, naturally in our sinful hearts. We want you. We want you in our lives individually as well as in our society. 
Um, Father, I pray that you would teach each of us what it means to die to self, what it means to say, not my will, but yours, Lord. Father, impact our relationships, our parenting, our friendships, every part of, of how we do life. Help us to be reminded today, just as we go about our daily lives, what it means to invite you. We love you, Lord, and we love you. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. We really hope that you enjoyed today's chat. If you do want to explore more about how to pray, head over to towerracecommunitychurch.com.au forward slash services and click on the series, How to Pray. Or if you just want to connect with us, then you'll find information there on how you can do that. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend so they too can discover a little bit more on their own journey of trying to figure it out. Thanks for joining us and we'll see you next week.